calls for different aspects of the Ghanaian life uh, to be fixed have been growing louder by the day as well as uh, by the weeks. Multiple persons on social media as well as on the ground have been calling for our roads to be fixed, our hospital systems to be fixed, our governance structure even to be fixed. On today's edition, we are looking at our health systems, particularly when it comes to surgeries. Now, we do know that about a month or so ago, a young man at the tender age of 13 unfortunately lost his life after some complications uh, which uh, came on following a brain surgery that he had at Kolibu. Now, to more or less uh, throw some more light on the challenges within this space, uh, we will, I will be telling the story of a gentleman who has also gone through something similar, but fortunately for him, he is alive and well here with us. Uh, Ellie Evans, can you tell me what exactly happened and where did you end up? I had an accident, uh, an industrial accident. I fell off a ladder and uh, fortunately I didn't go head first. I went hands first. I, so I lost my elbow and my wrist. Yeah, and uh, that took me to 37 Military Hospital, and then I continued to uh, Kolibu Teaching Hospital. I mean, yeah. Was it, I mean, a normal fracture? What exactly happened? Well, the bone in my elbow broke, shattered, and pierced out. I had to push it in myself. My uh, wrist also fractured, and so as it is now, uh, it's been fixed, but I cannot stretch and bend my right arm. I need to undergo another surgery to correct it. And then when did this uh, event take place? In 2014. 2014? Yeah. Well, now you look very well, which means that uh, the, the, the you were taking, I mean, uh, off very well. It took me three weeks to get my surgery done because um, they said they had bigger fishes to fry. Kolebu? Uh, yes. Uh, there were much more severe uh, cases. Secondly, they, were, they didn't have the logistics. All right. Uh, they had only one power drill, which when they, they use for my arm will be sterilized for another 12 hours before it can be used. Okay. And at the time, I think they were only doing, they were doing surgeries twice in a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm. So um, I went to private facilities, including Focus. Mm. Uh, and all the doctors I met there, when, they men when I mentioned the, the names of the doctors in Kolebu who were attending to me, who asked me to wait, they're like, oh, you're in good hands. If they say wait, you better wait. So I went back to Kolibu. I was supposed to be um, detained and, you know, prepared for the surgery. And when I entered the ward, I said no. I couldn't sleep there. Why? <laughs> the place looked dark, stuffy, and there was no air flowing through uh, and was congested. Uh, I managed to get a bed, but... It was not a place I felt comfortable in. So I opted for uh, one of the VIP wards. Okay. Then I weighed uh, how much I'll be paying there with what impact I could have on the ward there. Mm. So I decided, my wife and I, we decided to change all the nets for them and, you know, give it some touch. The moment the nets alone, the nets were changed the place looked transformed. In the ordinary, the ordinary world. I'm telling you. Okay. Tell me about the experience. Okay, so this is what happened. So um, I went there on a Sunday. I had to go through the surgery on, on a Tuesday. Yeah. Then Tuesday came. I left. I came back on Monday to prepare for Tuesday, right? I was on admission. Tuesday came. I had stuffed myself the previous day and all that, you know, to prepare. 
we got to the orthopedic ward and there was this little girl who was like six who had also fractured I think her leg or her arm and there was only one power drill which I was scheduled to use because I had been waiting for three weeks so when I saw the kid I said I asked the doctors if I could uh, they could take care of the child instead of me and then I would postpone my surgery again and they agreed and took care of her so I had to return to the ward and wait to be taken care of the next week. So the next week, uh, the power drill was available uh, for my use, and that's how I went uh, to the theater to get my uh, surgery done. So I have plates implanted here and all. For me, that brings to question the, the availability of the resources. One drill, uh, uh, you you then have to make a choice as to whether it's used for you or used for the six-year-old girl, and you made a choice for. I mean, like, what does that tell you as someone who's been through the system? The need for us to have the, the, the resources. Well, uh, Kolebu has one of the the world's best medical uh, staff. Okay, that I have so much confidence in them. However, they are struggling. They are they are ill-resourced. Uh, even to move me from the theater to the world, I, you know, I, I gained consciousness before I was moved. So the pain was excruciating because the floors were not well that they were rough. So as I was uh, uh, dragged through, man, I could feel the pain. Uh, they had only one power drill, like I mentioned. Meanwhile, there were several people waiting and every day they received motorbike accidents. I saw them with my naked. Some of them, I just turned away. You know, right there in the orthopedic ward, there were people with their legs raised with metals, they call them antennas, hanging out of their legs and all that. And all these people were always scheduled. Yeah, one thing though, when I went to take off my staples, you know, they didn't use uh, stitches. They stippled the, the skin. And uh, after a few weeks, when I went back to remove the staples, they had no staple remover. I had no anesthesia. I had to hold my arm like this. And then they use something like uh, long nose pliers, I don't know what medical tool is that, to pull out staples, like stapler pins from my skin. And there were 48 of them. You can imagine the pain. And by the time it was, they were done, I had, I had bled. I was bleeding all over. 48 staples, and I had to watch them take them off just like that. You know, if they had staple removers, I'm sure that wouldn't have happened. Ellie Evans, wow. So he just essentially, you know, uh, shared his story as we continue with the conversation surrounding our healthcare system. Now he did mention the fact that he decided to share the story because of uh, the the situation that uh, Michael, a CMS, you know, mother, you know, uh, finds herself in, mourning the death of her beloved son. Now speaking of uh, that uh, woman, we uh, we did catch up with her to you know and get to hear her side of the story a month after her son passed away. <laughs> 